When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everybody, tonight we're doing the super straight debate and we are starting right now with Tom Jump's opening statement defending the super straight position. Tom, thanks for being here. The floor is all yours. Uh, thanks guys. Thanks Bosch for joining. I appreciate the opportunity to have the conversation as always. So I think one of the problems with the woke SJW feminist ideology is that they don't differentiate between rational criticism and hate, calling anyone who criticizes their position racist, transphobic, sexist, misogynist, etc. <clears throat> These morally charged terms are essentially calling someone evil or immoral, and that there's something wrong with the character of the per person, which is why uh, they get just ignored. This is used as a strategy to dismiss any kind of rational criticism. Uh, and to say that any position that has these qualities of being transphobic has no rational use whatsoever, which is clearly false. For example, in the super straight uh, label is a perfect example of this. The point of the super straight label, its valid non-transphobic point, is an internal criticism of the woke ideology's tendency to accept some psychological identities but not accept other psychological identities. It has nothing to do with transphobia. That just happens to be the one thing that some people are just aren't attracted to the idea of being in a relationship with a trans person. It isn't about targeting trans people because people don't, who typically don't uh, like the SJW community or like trans people in general, don't adopt identities in the first place. So this uh, super straight identity was never meant as something legitimate that people were going to accept and that the woke community was going to accept and then everyone was going to be happy and just accept anyone who was identified in super straight and anything they said. No, the whole point here was to show the hypocrisy of the woke community because they won't accept this identity, even though it is the genuine, true psychological state of these people. It's not meant to single out trans people and to treat them any differently. It's meant to show the hypocrisy of the trans community because they won't accept the genuine identities of certain groups, the groups who they don't think are worthy of accepting. So I think that because super straight has a legitimate use, which is not transphobic, it is inappropriate to call it transphobic. You can call certain people who use it in a racist manner or a transphobic manner transphobic, but you can't call the concept itself transphobic. Saying that it originated from a, a transphobic person or a transphobic goal is irrelevant. It's a genetic fallacy. The fact that some, like if a Nazi invented some concept and in that concept was something valuable that other people in society latched onto and said, oh, this was actually a really good argument. The fact that he's a Nazi doesn't mean that anyone who uses the argument is also a Nazi. It's a hasty generalization fallacy. So because super straight does have a legitimate use as a critique of the woke community's hypocrisy, it is not intrinsically in any way transphobic, even though some people who use it may use it in a transphobic manner. And I will conclude there.
Thank you very much, Tom, for that opening statement. We'll kick it over to Vosh for his opening statement. Want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we want to let you know, we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you're from. And so with that, thanks, Vosh, for being with us as well. The floor is all yours for your opening. Thank you. I feel very welcome. Um, okay, well, I'm glad that we immediately dropped the idea that this was some kind of like legitimate sexuality that we're trying to recognize and that it's in some way equivocal to being straight or pan or bi, because I don't think anyone meaningfully used it in that way. And people who argue that it is being used in that way are probably arguing in bad faith. So your argument is that it exists as some kind of critique of a hypocrisy on the part of the quote-unquote woke community. Um, unfortunately, I think you failed to describe and substantiate that accusation of hypocrisy. If you're arguing that it is hypocritical for a group of people to say that it's illegitimate to not be attracted to trans people and that this um, mistake on their part is in some way comparable to a mistake of not recognizing a sexual identity. This to me seems like a really, really big reach. And there is transphobia rooted pretty much directly into the nature of this critique as you describe it. So a couple of points. First of all, super straight absolutely targets trans people. Let's not pretend otherwise. Even if we're to ignore the history and the communities around it, I mean, the people making the critiques matter, obviously. It contextualizes the way in which those critiques are made. The, the term super straight, like, okay, so you're straight if you like trans people. You know, say you're a cis guy and you like, you know, uh, women and you like trans women and that's straight. But then if you don't like the trans women, only the cis women, that's super straight, as though it's more straight to not be attracted to the trans women and thus logically less straight to also be attracted to the trans women. I mean, the premise there is is pretty clear. It's not like, a, I don't think that's a huge reach. The implication there is pretty clearly like, oh, no, 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 hold on. I'm not just straight, okay? I don't like trans women, all right? I only like real women. I'm super straight. That's kind of how it is. I just don't see the hypocrisy here. There's this meme that trans people are like screaming and shouting, everyone has to be attracted to us, everyone has to want to date us, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're referring to an incredible minority of the broader trans community. The vast majority of trans people, let me tell you, do not want to be shacked up with somebody with whom they have to fight for the legitimacy of their identity. I just don't think there are that many woke progressives screaming that if you're straight, then you should want to have sex with every trans woman. I just, I don't think that's happening that much. And then to go ahead and say like, in response to these, and to the extent that they do exist, it's very obnoxious, to the extent that this minority of a minority exists, I will now play up this like, to your admission, fake sexuality that implies trans women aren't like real women to highlight a hypocrisy. I don't think it's a broader community hypocrisy. I just think we're talking about bad behavior and really, really, really small, very marginal portion of the trans community. So if your argument is, I shouldn't have to be attracted to trans people, okay, you can be attracted to whoever you want to be attracted to. Um, I don't think people are out there like trying to press people's boundaries on that. People don't want to be in relationships with people. They have to argue into being attracted to them. Um, the only thing I'd argue is, you know, uh, trans women are women and trans men are men, I guess. And that you should, as with all things, be fairly open-minded because it's entirely possible that the types of people you'll be interested in lie outside whatever boundaries you may have set in your head. 
it's only because I was open-minded about my interest that I discovered I was bisexual or pan or whatever. And, you know, that's me. And maybe that's not the case for everyone, but it never hurts to be open-minded. So I guess in summary, I really don't think there's a hypocrisy here. And I don't think that an admittedly transphobic meme is a good way of addressing that hypocrisy. So that's my point. You got it. Thanks very much, Vosh. And we are going to jump into the open dialogue. So, gentlemen, thanks so much for being here. Want to let you know, folks, a couple of things. One is open dialogue is free-flowing. However, if it gets too rowdy, I'll jump in and restrain it to three-minute intervals back and forth. And also want to let you know, folks, we have many juicy upcoming debates. And so don't forget to hit that subscribe button for many of those juicy debates, including this Saturday as T-Jump and Nathan Thompson collide for the first time. So with that... The floor is all yours, gentlemen. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so the hypocrisy is that the woke community, like, again, you're right, it's a very small minority of people who actually think that you should want to be in a relationship with a trans person. That's not the point here. The point here is that the much larger thing that does happen is uh, the woke community wants you to accept their identities, their preferred identities, but doesn't want to accept identities they don't accept. That's, that's the hypocrisy. And this is technically sort of a genuine identity people genuinely there are a certain group of people who genuinely don't want to date trans people so that is a genuine identity even though they people who do that don't actually accept identities so it should be respected in the same sense as the other ones because they are honestly representing what they feel and believe and the hypocrisy is of course the fact that the woke community won't accept their feelings where they will try to force them to accept other people's feelings, not not to date them, but just in general, their identity, accepting the identity Isn't this itself. just the attack helicopter meme then? You believe yes. in like tri-genders, but you won't accept my helicopter gender. Isn't this just that over again, but like yes. six years later? That's, that's why it's so popular is because it has the exact same But it was really stupid back then too. Well, because I mean, your it, opinion of it being stupid doesn't make it transphobic. So the fact it that you doesn't make the criticism doesn't make it a not legitimate criticism. So I'll, I'll substantiate. So first of all, what you're positing is the idea that all identities are equally legitimate, which I don't think anyone has ever argued for. Uh, and you just admitted that this identity was a meme. By your own admission, the identity, this super straight thing, is deserving of less legitimacy than, say, heterosexuality or homosexuality. You already acknowledged that in the opening Not statement. Not exactly, no. So, for example, if the people who didn't want to date trans people did want to accept identities as a category, then they could actually adopt this as a true, genuine identity because it is truly what they feel. They obviously don't. They don't care about identities. They think they're a joke. And so they adopted this as a joke to show the hypocrisy in the work. You can't, but you can't play both sides of this. You can't say, oh, well, it's not really a serious identity, so I want it to be examined as a critique. And then when it's critiqued as a critique, you're saying, well, actually, no, it basically is a serious identity. It's just a matter of how seriously you want to take it. Yeah, you not, can't oscillate not, between those two positions. It I'm has under, to be one or the other. I'm not understanding your position here. So I can do an internal critique of like Christianity and say, if God exists, God's a bastard because he killed lots of babies. But I don't believe God exists. So I can say, I can present an idea and say, by your standards, this should be accepted, even so, though I don't think it should be accepted. So, so you're presents. saying that the standards of trans people or woke community is that every sexuality should be accepted at any time a person says something as a sexuality? I think that any genuine position that you actually feel 
because of who you are should be accepted. Yes. But I've never heard a woke person say that. What if a person came up with the term giga straight and it's that they're only attracted to white people uh, or white people of the opposite sex? If somebody came out with a term like that, I would join the rest of the quote woke community and saying, in addition to that being pretty racist, I also don't think that's legitimate identity. I think you're just kind of racist and you're just trying to find a way to use our terminology to get away with it. Um, the argument isn't that everything that one could potentially call a sexuality is legitimate. We're just trying to give names and concepts and respect to legitimate, you know, elements of human identity. So, if so you're what makes not it attracted legitimate? to trans why, why people, would, then... Why would... Oh, just if, if you're not attracted to trans people, and I, I would be interested, I guess, in examining the extent to which this is the case or the categories by which you define trans people. But if you're not, that's fine. But you don't need to create a whole new sexuality, one that you admit is tenuously serious, because you're not attracted to like a specific group. Because in this case, it's pretty transphobic. And that's really what it's being criticized for. for How being is that any different from not being attracted to women or not being attracted to men, not being attracted to the trans group? So by suggesting that not being attracted to trans people and not being attracted to women are similar, you're kind of implying that trans women aren't women. You recognize that, right? There's definitely a difference between the two biologically. So it's like a psychological Wait, no, there's state. In there's a difference between persons, trans so women no, no. and cis women, but trans women are in the group woman. So this is what I mean exactly. No, no, no. You can't okay. so, argue so the, the group, identity is not the transphobic. Group here but then... is applied by the person. So as a person, someone can categorize women as biological women. And that's what they mean by women. And so trans people would not be in that category. And that would be a transphobic definition. description, which is why no, it's criticized for being it's transphobic. Not transphobic, it's quite accurate. Like they can define it that way. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How is that Wait, denigrating hold on. to biologists them? don't use the term biological woman so scientific what, accuracy isn't what you should be deferring to here if your argument is that the term you use to describe women doesn't include trans women then yeah it's transphobic how is that transphobic it's just a categorization i it doesn't say so, anyone is wait more hold on wait, wait i can't i can't tell if you're being serious right now no i'm completely so, serious right now so the I, I can argument, label, uh, the trans argument women because that trans women aren't women is like the central argument over whether or not okay, x or is y is transphobic, transphobic. Do you, are you asking me yes, why it's transphobic to say trans women are women? Why is it transphobic to say that I think women are biological determined and not psychologically determined? The central social conceit of trans people and of political movements surrounding them is arguing that they are the gender they identify as. Okay. And de determining that is not the case or saying that that is not the case is considered transphobic. By for the idiots. same reason For the same reason that like... 17th century phrenologists tried to argue that black people weren't the same type of human as white people were. Now, you can adopt a 17th century phrenologist definition if you want to, and I also have the right to call you racist for it. So that would be kind okay, of you the didn't, line. You didn't the answer sand, the question. Right? So to say it's transphobic, you need to show that saying one is more or less in some sense. Just saying, I factually disagree with how you define woman, and I think this is the correct way to define woman, doesn't imply anyone's more or less. It's just saying, I disagree with your definition. That's not transphobic to disagree. That's the problem with the So do you think a definition of human that discluded Black people would be a racist definition? It depends. It can be, and it may not be. It may. So wait, hold on. You're arguing that there are ways in which you could define human that don't include black people and that wouldn't be racist. It, maybe if you had like some scientific evidence, if you literally thought, how do you some scientifically added, decide this is, this is a hypothetical the category so, of human? 
So again, this is hypothetical. Like if you if someone injected alien DNA into African Americans, then they wouldn't be as human as other races. So yes, no, you can I come mean, up with right. a definition. So let, is, let's say let's say right now you had a scientist who said, "Oh yeah, okay, there are two species of Homo sapiens on Earth. Okay, there are humans, and then there are black people." And so my wait, definition. Wait, 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 wait please allow me to finish the hypothetical. And my definition of human has uh, <sighs> you have to have below a certain melanin count. Okay. Now, do you think that'd be a racist definition? Because it's scientifically accurate. You can determine the, no. the amount of melanin in the so, skin. So again, that's irrelevant to the question. You asked, can you come up with a definition of human that would show one group was not the same? And yes, the obvious answer is yes. If they had DNA, which is the qualification of one of the features that but makes someone what human, what a human was is, is a social construct. No, it's not. We arrived at that by determining. No, I don't care about your social construct ideology. It's not. Wait, it wait, 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 that's not an ideology. You can ask a scientist if you want to. The way in which we are define humans species, an empirical fact outside of any social construct. Yes, they are a species. The that category is of humanity doesn't exist outside of our socially no, constructed category. It definitely wait, does. T- wait, T-Jump. I, I, there's only so many layers of illiteracy that I can cut through at a moment. Let's just focus on social constructs for a second. Now, what a woman is, what woman means, is something that we kind of arrived at. We didn't understand what woman was like 300,000 years ago. How we've described what a woman is has changed over time. Likewise, our understanding of speciesation has changed over time. We describe these things in relation to how much utility they provide us. Now, it's possible to arrive at a definition of humanity that doesn't include black people because you can arrive at a definition of anything as long as you're willing to change the definition. No. So would you think that's racist to be no, like, again, there so are humans? Everything you're saying people. is just completely incoherent here. You're just not understanding how reality works. So okay. science defines terms based off its correspondence to reality. We care about the reality thing, not the made up names thing. So, so you're too focused on the made up names thing, which just doesn't matter. So how when do you you're determine trying to speciesation? Define, what determines what, whether or not two things are of the same species? Lots of different criteria. What criteria and how do we arrive at those criteria? We make our best guess through induction to try and describe what best describes reality. Our best guess through induction yes. to describe reality. Okay. Yes. So how, what processes, what what methods would you use to arrive at that conclusion? Science. Okay. Like let's say you have two this species. Isn't, this of isn't squirrel. complicated. Like I don't I don't want to go into a debate about how social simple, constructs. I agree. Wait, uh, no, but wait, 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 don't, why are you interrupting me? Stop, stop interrupting me and suggest... let me finish. Okay, so yes. I don't care about your deluded perception on social constructionism. It's false. There are factually different species. They factually exist. It is a fact of reality. You're like we put centuries labels. behind. Wait, wait, stop interrupting. Stop interrupting. We put labels on them to try to describe them to the best of our abilities. They do exist. So that's just, you don't get to debate this. This is a fact. If you deny it, you're denying a difference. What's a chair? Again, so, so don't don't interrupt. So okay, but answer there are that. factually things. Chair, chairs are not facts. Chairs are not literal things that exist as a category independent of human minds. Species are. Species exist independent How? of human minds. Chairs don't because they're determined by biology and things that have nothing to do with humans. Chairs but I've spoken to biologists by and they acknowledge that there is a care. social element. I wait, I I, wait, care. hold on. Wait, I know you don't care because you don't know anything what you're talking no, about. No, I know more so than you on the topic. the topics. process of speciesization is determined by a set of subjective categories that we've arrived at. You can ask any biologist this. This isn't secret social You're not understanding info. biology isn't my problem. Have you read yes. Charles wait, 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 Darwin? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. So, so we come up with labels to describe things that exist independent of our How do we come up labels? with them? we make them up okay so let's say we have two squirrels that are very genetically similar how do we determine whether or not wait how do we determine whether or not they're the same species of squirrel or different species of squirrel 
we come up with a methodology that describes species and try to accurately label them. Okay, I agree. Now, is that methodology in any way socially constructed? Of course, the methodology. All methodologies are socially constructed. So the methodology by which we determine whether or not two things are of different species is socially constructed? Yes, the species themselves are not. Okay. Like, the way we so, determine between but, a proton wait. and a neutron is a method called science, which is wait, socially constructed. On. The proton I, and the neutron are not socially but constructed. species don't ex- – so when, we, the, when you say the method by which we distinguish between species is socially constructed, that determines the species – there's not like two different types of species, the ones we agree upon and the ones that already exist. There are only yeah, the differences we agree upon. I don't want to have to existing. explain basic philosophy to you. This is Wait, the difference between epistemology T-Jump, T-Jump. and ontology. No, hold on. Your understanding of philosophy here is literally millennia out of date. The idea no, that not. socialization Vosh, Vosh. determines you're, you're so our categorization this. of the Vosh, world. Vosh. Epistemology on, and ontology. What, what, epistemology is the theory of knowledge, how we learn things. Ontology is the one, facts of the matter independent of how we know things. We can keep our talking epistemology, about... One thing, we can keep going, but we are, like, unless we can Off quickly topic, tie yeah. it no, back it's, to it's the topic, no, James, it is... I, I would love to reel back to the thing. The problem is the statement that saying trans women aren't women isn't transphobic because definitions are objective is a statement so far removed from reality that you have to go all the way back to epistemology before you can even begin to correct how many ways no, that's no, incorrect. No, 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 no. De- definitions aren't objective, but if the definition refers to something objective then that's the thing they're talking about. So if they make a definition that is meant to refer to an objective feature of the world... How do you know what an objective feature of the world is? Science. How do you... Okay. How do you... How do you arrive at what an objective... Okay, so so there are two types of speciesation. There's the stuff that we describe, the, the concepts that we arrive at through socialized processes. And then there's <sighs> the objective species difference that you say exists ontologically. Now, how do you yes. determine what is ontologically correct? Epistemology. We, we use epistemology to try to learn about ontology. Okay, so like... So you agree that right now our understanding of species, what like this is like a red-tailed squirrel, this is like an alpine winter squirrel, whatever. Yes, all all of our understanding is subjective. It's all based off human conceptions. Okay, so if you're arguing that all human understanding is based off subjective conceptualization, then of what relevance is ontological truth to our understanding of what a woman is? Because if the definition is trying to correspond to ontology, we're then you're making up a definition. Wait, 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 let me finish the answer before you keep going. So if we are, no, actually, no, we can make up things without trying to correspond to ontology all the time. It's just called making stuff up. So if one person defines real in the context of what corresponds to reality, objectively independent of opinion, intuition, psychology, and their definition means not including those things, objective, and that's what they mean by corresponding to what reality. What is an ontological woman? Whatever the metaphysical God who knows everything could define woman as, that would be it. Is there a way for humans to determine what an ontological woman is? Uh, with the best technology we can infer with induction, yes. How, wait, what technological processes could you use to arrive at what a woman is? Isn't that a philosophical question? Uh, well, Science is a part of philosophy, too. Okay, so how? So, what is the ontological woman? How would you arrive at this determination? Uh, we would look at speciesation from the course of human history and determine the similarities between the two, the major different sex groups and what their relations are. But we're not talking about sex, right? We're talking about gender. Uh, no, so that would be the difference here. It's like if Can you ontologically defines, prove wait, that wait, sex stop, and gender are the same thing? Stop interrupting. So what we're talking about here is if 
one person has a definition of woman that is trying to correspond to the biological facts and not the psychological facts, then they're what going to What if we say biology isn't relevant? Why one second, let's hear the rest from Tom. Why are you still Sorry. interrupting? So if a person wants to use their definition of woman and wants to make it correspond to the biological facts as much as possible, which they have a right to do, that is, biological facts are a real thing independent of a subjective opinion. They are objectively existing. They have the right to do that. Now, you can define woman differently. You can say you want to include the psychological facts, but they also have the right to do the opposite. And it's not transphobic. They're just disagreeing with you on what the definition sounds be. like you're saying it's subjective. Yes. So so both definitions are all subjective, but they're trying to get their definition to correspond to reality independent of all the subjective stuff, whereas you are adopting the subjective stuff. Well, no, I would argue that it's actually the opposite, that you're post hoc justifying social biases. And I'm the one who's trying to yeah. arrive at the heart of like uh, what is ultimately a linguistic distinction. I would uh, actually argue you're engaging in a much greater degree of subjectivity than I am. And I think there's way more philosophy backing up the ontological relevance of my position than yours. So, so the so, definition of objective is true, independent of intuition, thoughts, opinions. Wait, hold on. So if you acknowledge that it's subjective, that what what a woman is is subjective, then couldn't you make the argument that some subjective determinations are going to be bigoted and some aren't? Uh, yes, but that has nothing to do with anything I said. So like, for example, the word woman, I could say this cup is a woman. I can make this cup a woman just by arbitrarily defining it whatever we want. Sure. But if I want to say that I want my definitions to correspond to reality, then I want something in reality that maps onto this idea. So the word woman would map onto some similarities between reproductive organs and that relation between species across time and what not is to the me. Most, uh, yes, obviously not to you. So that's fine. So if I'm saying I want my definition to correspond to reality in this way, and I don't want to have any subjective intuitions, opinions, because those are the opposite of obje objective, I want objective things only. So You're non, still non doing the subjective determination to decide that biology yeah, has yes. anything to do with the definition yeah, yes, of womanhood. Yes. Yes, but I'm trying to make the word correspond to an objective thing, not a subjective thing. So I want to say that this objective feature of reality that exists independent of human opinion is what I'm going to base. Couldn't my you just say that a woman is anything that's blue? And that way yes, you have another like subjective cup. definition. Yeah. Well, that conforms to objective reality because whether or not something is blue is pretty objectively determinable. So sure. maybe whether or not something is objectively determinable is less important than how much social utility we get out of a given definition. No. So again, we're trying to make this idea correspond to what most people mean by the word. So, so what most people mean by the word, obviously there's social utility there is corresponding to this thing in reality that exists independent of our opinion. So you could, you can use the word to mean other things, or you can use the word to mean that objective thing that exists independent of opinions. Right. Exactly. And both of those are fine. You can subjectively choose either one, but exactly. it's not racist or transphobic to choose the other. This so is a I disagreement. Ask, so I ask you again. Okay. But you can disagree in ways that are racist or transphobic, right? So for example, you know, you can disagree with I don't me know. that you want to say integrate schools racially. You can have a different opinion, but sure. the opinion can be racist, right? Sure. Like if you don't want black and white kids learning together, that can be like a racist thing sure. to believe. And it also can be not racist. It can be like you could have some kind of justifiable reason to believe that and it has nothing to do with racism. Like you just okay. genuinely believe it. Would be but since we've agreed that the uh, methods by which a person determines what they consider to be true have a subjective focus to them, like, for example, your subjective decision to incorporate biology into your definition of womanhood and my subjective determination that self-identification should be the case. Since people use subjective metrices 
to arrive at whatever definitions they choose, don't you think it tells something about somebody that people would arrive at a definition of woman, which is completely antithetical to the broader political interests of trans people, denies them their identity no. and legitimacy of their existence, no. and contributes to broader cultural norms? No, that that's a hasty arm. generalization fallacy. So I can, I can literally that say means. that, uh, yes, it is. So that's exactly what it means. So if somebody does thing X, like categorizing women as biological, then they are racist. That is a hasty generalization fallacy because there are other reasons they could do that. Like saying if they tend to prefer the hard sciences over the social sciences or biology over psychology, it has nothing to do with liking or disliking or thinking one group is better or worse. Than okay, the other. They so, just literally think this category of information is more important than this category of information. So they okay, use this information. So as the how basis do you determine, how do you determine which types of information are more valid to use when constructing a definition? Is it subjective? Yes. Usually you go based on evidence though. So don't bigots tend to subjectively determine definitions sure. and worldviews that inform a bigoted sure perspective sure. like say non-bigots do too like say for example a person deciding that black yes. people aren't human because they yes. arbitrarily decide that a melanin content in your skin is one of the determiners of what makes a human yes so some bigots do bad things but wait a minute there are some non-bigots who also do those things that's that mean, not what i'm arguing that... wait hold on that's not what i'm arguing so the Sorry. original question was why do people consider the super straight thing transphobic oh well actually then it got boiled down to why is it transphobic to say trans women aren't women which the fact that yes. this is something that needs to be argued is preposterous yes. to me um but well, so, the, so reason... the question is is can you label women and trans people in different categories for non-racist reasons is that a possible is it logically non... possible uh, well, no, the separation of cis women and trans women, the removal of trans women from womanhood would by its definition be transphobic. How? How? That would, no, that's clearly wrong. So just what does bigotry mean to you? Uh, treating people differently. So like if you treat one group as less like, or greater than another. Okay. So like, what I, I could say trans people are considered... greater than women. I could say trans people are the greatest thing ever. And I'm now separating them into a different category. That wouldn't be transphobic. That would be woman phobic or cis phobic. So no, just just differentiating the categories doesn't mean there's phobia anywhere. There's no so differentiation. Saying, like what if you levels. said like black people aren't human, but That's black people are like super super cool? Would that be a racist statement? Like they're super super cool, but they're not human. Racist beings. against white people. You think that would be racist against white people? Well, okay, I see. Black people were the superior race. I think so. I think that's what it means. All right. Interesting. Did I get that wrong? Did I under misunderstand your analogy? Because I thought you said black people are the superior race, and I think that would be racist against the other races, wouldn't it? They wouldn't be humans in the definition that I provided for that hypothetical. I think um, black people care about being considered humans. I mean, that's probably something that means something to them, right? Not, I'm, I don't think I'm following here. So, like, if there was, if white people were gods and not humans, I mean, I think you would still consider that racist, wouldn't you? Like, if someone considered them not humans, okay. Gods, let's 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 see if we can roll this back a little. Bit. Let's see if we can we can pull it back to like, the, like categorical harm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, trans back women to want so, to use women's restrooms, right? Like, sure. for the most part, that sure. seems to be something they like doing. Okay. Sure. So let's say that everyone in the world adopts your perspective that trans women aren't women. They're their own thing. Would you let them into women's restrooms? Sure. Yes. My okay. differentiation of their category has nothing to do with changing their rights in any way. So I, I don't have, I'm not against trans women using restrooms. I just like to use biology as my basis for coming up with definitions. Rights should be all the fine. I don't care. 
but they wouldn't be women. So it'd be like women and trans women's restrooms. Uh, I don't think there should be like a biological filter that prevents people from going into a bathroom if they're not the right biological X and Y chromosome. No, I, that's not the same thing. So I'm my definition of women here is just I think that we should define things like in a more objective sense related to biology. Something well, again, that is it would be an objective sense if you said that everything that's a woman is blue. Be, that would be like an no, objective no, determinant. No, I don't, I don't want to go down the, the social constructionism route with you again. That would so, be objective. So just, Everything with a wavelength particle between X and Y nanometers, that's what a woman is. That's yes, very and it's objective, objective that I'm thinking right. of a unicorn. That's also objective, but it's also subjective because it's about opinion. So so I don't want to go so down the So is your subject. decision to incorporate biology into your argument here? You already acknowledge that. You acknowledge the decision to incorporate biology yes, into your definition All methodologies are subjective. That's fine. But if a subjective choice to go with an objective fact is superior to a subjective choice to go with How how do you determine what's superior? Uh, it corresponds to reality, more likely to correspond to reality. Wait, but wait, no, one. wait, hold on. That's a circular argument, okay? You right. just made that you just argued correctly that it's a subjective determination to incorporate biology, but now yes. you're saying that conforms more to objective reality. We're not referring no. to objective reality. So you asked what makes one better. So I'm saying what makes it better is if your beliefs correspond to reality independent of but opinion. That's that's circular because you're saying it corresponds more to reality because you're using biology, which corresponds to reality, but you argued correctly that your invocation of biology was subjective so again um, you could no. argue the same thing about the color blue no, no, i no, think no, that the definition that things reality. that are like do you think biology doesn't correspond to reality like science so does the color blue yes yeah so wait hold on defeat me then okay right. everything that is blue is a woman x y and y okay. uh, nanometers the wavelength of the light particle that's what a woman is i have chosen a definition which is not only uh, uh confers to reality but can be okay. measured by machinery to a incredible degree of specificity um and i'm directly describing reality because my entire definitional criteria refers to something that you could see in the mathematics of the universe your biology arguments looking pretty flimsy in my in the face of my electromagnetic radiation uh, argument uh because of the history of the word woman refers to biology so if the it's not way, in biology hold on. then history yes. so i thought we were referring to reality not tradition yes. yes so there's a part of both as i mentioned before all methodologies are subjective yeah yeah science is a methodology the words have attended usage usage to mean certain things and then we want to find things in reality which those words refer to like, obviously, sometimes they don't. Like unicorn, there's nothing in reality that the word unicorn refers to. Gravity, there is. There is something in reality that that word refers to. We, we use the word to describe stuff falling, and the stuff so falling is caused if we wanted by the curvature. To define wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm, 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 I'm going means. somewhere. I'm going somewhere with this. So okay. if we see something falling, and we use the word gravity to describe that phenomenon that we are seeing, and then you say, no, gravity is anything that's blue, like, no, no, we want to describe the phenomenon, this specific phenomenon that exists independent of our opinions. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care. We're using the word to describe the phenomenon. So if people use the word woman to describe the phenomenon of a biological sex differences, then the fact that your choice to make it describe blue is irrelevant. You can do that. Go for it. We're going to make our words describe the real thing to which the word refers to. How is independent it real? Of our imagination. How is, how is what real? How is how is what you just said more real than my argument? Uh, I don't understand the question. How is your biology definition any more real than mine without deferring to subjective appeals to tradition like historically biology has been what we've used? Because we use the word to refer to a phenomenon. We don't use the word to refer to blue, blue no, phenomenon. Wait, blue wavelengths in the are a phenomenon. What? 
Wait, the blue. Wait, so, the color so, blue okay, is a psychological. I, 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 I think I understand. I think I understand your question. So, so we came up with the word to describe something we saw uh, a long time ago, and then that thing that we saw exists. So, so, so we came up with the word to describe the thing we saw. You know, if maybe if a million billion years ago we came up with the word woman to describe blue things, then you'd be right. We didn't. Wait, again, you're referring now to historical appeal, which yes, is the definition of a fallacy. Fine. See, wait, the pro- wait, the problem is what no, you're doing appeal is to history wait, is not wait, wait, a fallacy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. you've gone on for a while. What, what you're doing is the definition of a post hoc rationalization. Your um, philosophical backing here is incoherent. Um, you defer to re- referring to reality, but then you acknowledge that the decision to refer to reality is subjective. And then you say that actually it's more objective in that case because you're referring to something that has historical precedent. But then you argue that other things don't have the same like etymological precedent, which I thought you were describing reality. Are you saying then that the de- deference to real phenomena is in any way like m- modified or made more or less preferential based on historical input? How would we change yes. scientific definitions that way? And additionally, if that's the case, you still haven't given me a deterministic criteria for why we would ever use biology to describe woman instead of the nanometers of um, between the crests of a wavelength of an electromagnetic particle. The problem is like, the problem is we are so far away from the actual argument right now because you were so unwilling to cede philosophical positions that people were figuring out when they use sundials to tell the time. No, no, no I mean, one in philosophy. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm almost done. Almost done. Okay. Almost done. The fact, the fact that we're arrived, we're trying to describe like the extent to which social constructs influence ontology and epistemology. When we're trying to, you're arguing the position. It's not transphobic to say trans women aren't women is insane. Um, if you, I mean, if you really want to like go in the hard social constructionist route, which you seem, by the way, to retreat to every time your objective argument falls through, then I would simply say this: Never bigotry against bigotry against a social minority is usually described as something which marginalizes or disadvantages them. And in sure. case you hadn't noticed, trans women really like being referred to as women. Hence, a decision to not do that socially would contribute significantly to harm against them. Hence, it would be a bigoted decision. You can argue that it's justified bigotry, which would, by the way, be a position you could argue without sounding like a lunatic. But the argument that that's not bigotry is ridiculous to me. If you want to argue that it's justified bigotry against trans people, then that's the same argument I've had against a million other people. But this, like, it's not transphobic to say trans women aren't women thing is like, I, like, where do we even go from here? You know? Yeah, I, everything you just said is completely incoherent. So, yeah, ah. every all scientists, philosophers agree with me. Yes, we come up with words in the history in the past. We make them up. Words are completely made up by humans. They didn't exist in the universe before humans made them up. But we made them up to describe things that exist. So there's a history of people using this word to describe something in reality. And we try to describe the thing in reality to which the words refer. The word woman has been used to refer to something related to biology, usually referred to XY chromosomes, gametes, those kinds of things. That is a very accurate description of how the word woman has been used throughout history. So it is if you want to make the word woman correspond to something in reality independent of opinion, that would be it, which is completely legitimate. It is not bigoted to class people in different groups if there is an objective difference because you're not saying There's anyone's an better or worse. Between don't, don't, Yes, there is. We'll let you wrap up, Tom, and then we'll go go back to Vash. So yeah, it's not racist to class people in different groups unless you're saying that because they're in this group, they are lesser or greater than. That's not what I've done and not what many people do. The fact that you want to prioritize biological criteria in defining them has nothing to do with establishing their worth as human beings. The fact that they like to be called something is irrelevant. If I like to be called King Henry VIII and you're not calling me King Henry VIII, that doesn't disadvantage me. I don't care about your psychological feelings here. I care about like taking away your rights to buy houses or go into bathrooms or whatever. That would be a disadvantage. What you like to be called, I don't care. 
So just classifying people differently if because your classification is based off some empirical objective facts not based off of opinion is perfectly fine. It has nothing to do with racism as long as you don't say they're better or worse in some sense. Right. So the whole racism begins and ends at saying one group is better or worse than another is like a child's understanding of bigotry. There are many ways in which you can arbitrarily construct categorization to disadvantage groups without explicitly saying they're worse. What about people who defer to like early documents from the founding fathers to say that only white people Obviously. in America... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. What about people who defer to old texts to say that only white people in America are actual Americans and that everyone else is just like an occupier or like a, a cohabilitator or something like that? If you wanted to go back and nitpick stuff the founding fathers said, you could probably make that argument. I mean, a lot of them were pretty goddamn racist. And then you would say and then you say, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not saying all the black people here in America are worse or less of people, but they're not Americans. Now, you may argue this is a meaningless categorical distinction and similar to what you're doing right now. But the fact of the matter is that there are real consequences to engaging in behavior like that. First and foremost, it's an arbitrary designation that doesn't seem to serve any purpose other than marginalizing that group of people. If you don't like trans women, just say, I don't like trans women. Trying to argue in bad faith about epistemology as to whether or not they actually women is really, really weird. Just be specific with the criticism and with the groups that you're denouncing. When I say, for example, you know, I don't like X or Y group here in America, or I don't like this behavior or that behavior, I don't try to stretch pre-existing definitions to try to find ways to ostracize them without actually having the guts to specifically say they're worse than me or they're better than me. Fact is, trans women want to be called women and trans men want to be called men. It means a hell of a lot to them. And we have collectively socially agreed, and this is all a social process, that denying them the right to be referred to as the gender they identify as is something that harms them, something that's prejudiced against them. I can't argue against this. If you want to like retreat back to an primitive epistemology to try to argue that actually it's not bigoted to use categorization to marginalize, disadvantage, and ostracize minority groups, that's an impossible position, not only to defend, by the way, but to attack. It's like not even wrong. It's not coherent enough to be attacked. If we want to talk like, like what why don't we just talk about the super straight thing why can't we just like so it, you it brought all this stuff up i didn't marginalize trans people um it's, it's an inaccurate critique that doesn't need to be taken seriously by your own admission and its existence seems to hurt trans people it seems to me like a pretty clear-cut thing to criticize Hasty unless you fallacy that's not that's not what a fallacy is no Okay, so expert in philosophy sell, who sell knows no fallacies, not someone who knows fallacies. You. Sell, sell me. Why should I like support the super straight movement? I'm woke. Uh, I like people's identities, and I support people's right to fuck who they want. So, like, sell me on it, you know. So the reason to support the super straight movement is because it points out the hypocrisy of the woke community. So if you don't like There's, the woke what community, hypocrisy? the fact that they accept some identities but not others. That's not a hypocrisy. That's fu- wait, hold on. You're okay. Wait, hold on. You're okay with me shaking your hand but not punching you in the face? I thought you were in favor of all forms of hand-based, like, physical contact. What? Uh, Nobody in the left has ever said they accept all identities. What about neo-Nazis? Like, this is such a fragile criticism. You claim to be accepting of all identities. You're okay with trans people but not neo-Nazis? The hypocrisy of the left. I'm technically okay with all identities. I don't care what your identity is. You can identify as a attack helicopter i'm fine with that i don't care i don't, I don't we, care I don't, about identities okay but we don't we nobody on the left has pledged to support every identity that exists because this would include every political identity 
that has tried to hurt yeah, them so, as well. So, so the argument here isn't that literally every identity. The argument That's is that the argument you have such – no, no, it's not. So the argument is that there is such a broad spectrum of identities listed, like just watch a Blair White video where she just goes through hundreds of them. And is these that are where you get your understanding of the woke community uh, from Blair White no, videos? No, no, but she's a good example because she makes this argument. So a good reason to know this is a legitimate argument made against the woke community and why many people accept this super straight label is because the proponents of the anti-woke community say this. The people with hundreds of thousands of followers are literally saying the things I'm saying that, yes, this is a good argument because it shows the hypocrisy of the woke community. That's the reason they're accepting it. Not because what of it, transphobia. Because What argument is that? Wait, wait, hold on. Who? Like, give me an example of who. Uh, Sargon, Blair White, Black Pigeon Speaks. Uh, so it's just a coincidence that all these people are transphobes. You just named Blair White the most self-hating trans woman on earth, an ethno-nationalist and a neo-Nazi. You don't think it's hey, it's no, not because they're transphobic. Trans, wait, 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 trans hold on. So. It's not because they're transphobic. Hold on. It's just a coincidence that everyone pushing for this publicly is transphobic, you know. Yeah, I don't um, consider them transphobic. I don't, you're subjective. I know you don't because you're because to you, definitions are just like um trapeze, like escape traps that you can no, like they're like escape no, rooms. No, no, I care about science, you care about made up psychology. Science psychology. You already acknowledge so, that definitions are a socially determined process. You keep backing sure. up to like actually I defer to objectivity, but you you yes. don't. It's just yes. a coward's retreat that you go to no, when you can't. Own you're up not to the understanding fact that how science works isn't a problem bad. with my ideology. So yes, words are socially constructed, and if you try to make them correspond to reality, that's what trying to make them objective. What is reality? Oh no, wait, we're not going down the the uh, the illiterate epistemology. So, so yeah, so my question. So, so hold on, wait. Question. Sell me. Wait, wait, hold on. Sell <sighs> me on the super straight thing, okay? Just, because just, the argument that the woke left wants all identities to be valid isn't I never, and never has again. Been I already true. addressed that. So the fact and that what's the you have an arbitrary criterion for what should be it's accepted based on yes, it is. So if you How have is an arbitrary, arbitrary? Wait, stop interrupting. So if you have an arbitrary criterion for what you think should be accepted as an identity based off of your personal preferences and your psychology of some kind. Other people's psychology should also have a legitimate claim to being accepted as an identity, just like that, uh, you're, you're, You didn't answer the question. What is the arbitrary designation? Uh, people's identities based off of their feelings. Okay. Like neo-Nazis? Is the left okay with that? Uh, no idea. But I didn't bring no idea. T Wait, T-Jump, come on. Meet so, me where so the conversation is. That's not no, you know they're goddamn well. It's a relevant topic. So wait, hold on. No, it's perfectly relevant. Your argument is that there's hypocrisy here, but there's yes. none. Generally no, speaking, no, the ex no. hold on. The reason people on the left accept these crazy identities that you guys like to make uh, outrage videos about, in spite of the fact that they're occupied by maybe six people on Tumblr, is because generally speaking, a lot of people have experiences socially, personally, psychologically, that they don't feel conformed to the social expectations surrounding hegemonic sexual and gender identities. So by creating categorizations, which sometimes is... Uh, I don't know, sort of a meaningless linguistic flair, but by doing so, they try to give a little bit more meaning and comfort to people whose experiences are atypical. The super straight thing isn't that. That's not its how origin. Because that sounds exactly like what it is. You already acknowledged right off the bat that it's a criticism similar sure. to the attack helicopter joke. You've sure. already said it's not what I just described it to be. Wait, wait so how is what's the difference here? So, so... Is it Wait, the difference just the what's origin? What's the difference Cause... between the attack helicopter joke and being okay with people accepting divergent gender identities to describe their personal experience? So, so what I heard you say was is that gender identities are accepted because they are meant to, as a categorization, to bring comfort to people who don't feel um, some connection to the social expectations around sexuality, something like that. Is that about right? 
In part, yeah. They're not oh. criticisms of some broader existing wait, 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 wait. So, so super straight, that would apply literally to there's a group of people. Who you have already a, acknowledge wait, that wait, it's not a serious wait, identity, wait, though. Wait, you can't back wait, up to the identity wait, argument. Wait. I'll, I'll address that in a minute. So there is a group of people who have a sexual identity which does not correspond to the social expectation no, and they created don't. a term wait 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 a minute and they created a term to give themselves comfort so that label <laughs> could be applied to everything you just said now obviously the origin is different because they don't accept identities so they don't take identities seriously but given your own definition of what this is that would fit on all of those criteria other than the origin thing only if it? you were dishonest you already admitted no. it's not taken seriously as an identity and it's used as a criticism this is what yeah. i mean by you back and forthing like a no, coward no, it's no, not no, wait no. hold on wait hold on it's an identity when it's convenient for you to be an identity and then it's a criticism when it's convenient for you to be a criticism you can't like i i hope anyone watching this like recognizes this back and forth has taken place about a dozen times and i pointed it out every time and you still keep doing it so Additionally, even if we're moving beyond the broader criticism here, the premise of the super straight label directly invalidates the legitimacy of trans people. And for that reason, the left would never accept it. You think it's hypocritical for for like the left to say we accept trans people, but we don't accept anti-trans identities? So, so just based off of the criteria you listed of what a true identity is, it is a it is a word, a label that gives. If you comfort. want to twist the definition I gave you, you could describe. I don't. It I, I don't want to twist it. I don't. I, de I definitely do not want to twist it. I want to try and use what your accurate definition was. Can you so, respond so, to the criticism that I levy then, rather than trying to twist everything? I'm, that's I'm ever trying existed to. I'm trying to do that. You keep interrupting. So. The point here is this is an internal critique. So yes, the super straight label is a criticism of the woke community. The reason it's a criticism is because when you apply the woke community standards, the things you just listed, this would fit as an identity just like the other ones. How is it fit Except the woke for the, the genetic fallacy. Wait, the, the wait, origin genetic fallacy? Yes, the origin fallacy, saying wait, it was created for this purpose. Is an what about the fallacy. fact that the central premise of super straight is that trans women aren't women? What, wouldn't that be a good reason for woke lefties to not accept it because they don't believe um, that? Not based off of your definition. So your definition, I think, make sure, I want to make sure I'm So wait, oh, wait, no, hold on. Wait, wait, you keep repeating the definition. Let me be perfectly clear, okay? Sure. I just explained people creating an identity to explain divergent sexual or, um, or uh, um, uh, gendered characteristics. First sure. of all, being a straight guy, who's not attracted to trans women is not divergent, okay? It's not some oppressed minority that's yearning oh, yeah, for it. Hold on, come on. That's like yearning for acceptance. Second of all, yeah, the inherent premise of being super straight is that trans women aren't women. And if you wanted to, you could just say, keep in mind all of this whining and crying, you could just say, I'm a straight guy. I don't really know if I'm like attracted to trans women. That's all you'd have to say. And yeah, I think okay. in almost any place on earth, that would be treated with a perfect degree of legitimacy. Sure. This rhetorical flourish exists exclusively to, with bad faith, ascribe the legitimacy of a sexuality to the premise that trans women aren't women. That's why you keep jumping back and forth between identity and criticism. It doesn't actually hold up as an identity, what? but you're trying to use the rhetorical flourish of a sexual identity when really all you're actually doing is saying trans women aren't women. Why would the left ever accept the legitimacy of an identity that delegitimized trans women? You're not supposed Any other to sexualities accept it. The, 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 point, the, the point is that you won't accept it, even though it meets the vast majority of the criteria you just listed. The That's vast the majority of. Well, the yes. invalidates trans people just happens to trip one of the red flags. The left's never going okay, to. Okay, that's nice. So does it meet the other ones? Does it meet the one that this is a sexual identity of people who You've are already don't acknowledged meet... it's not an identity? Why uh, do you okay. keep doing this, man? 
hypothetical, a hypothetical identity. Hypothetically, okay. I so, see. So is it is it a label for a sexual preference that is does not conform to a certain subset of society's expectations that can make people feel marginalized? Is, do, do all of those fit? Because no, they seem because, to fit. What, first of all, nobody's marginalized for not being attracted to trans people. Like, no matter how hard you want to run that down, I do not buy that premise, there, whatever there victim complex you may have just labeled a transphobe and fired because he wouldn't date or wouldn't do a sex scene with a, with a, a trans woman. So yes, that does happen. So I'd like to see the context. Right. Wait, hold on. It happening once or a couple times is not the same as broader social marginalization. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Been... you just listed like there's a bunch of names for people. There's like six people who identify as this. Like, the, yes, yes, it does. So that's, that's a legitimate, if th- those six people get a legitimate identity. So do these six people. So you're saying that trans, the the person who didn't want to work with a trans person should identify as super straight? Uh, no, I'm saying they could. They, they would fit this label. So as a okay. marginalized group who has an, a, a sexual preference that doesn't meet the social expectations like you defined it, this would fit all of those criteria that you provided for your Except definition. for the really critical one that the super straight thing inherently invalidates trans people. Okay, so, so it meets the, all the other criteria, though. You, so, you so, realize that's a really... Because, like, okay, otherwise, yes, you can make a sexual that. identity for anything. I'm gay straight. That. I'm not attracted to uh, sure. black women, you know? Sure, sure. I'm Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm mega I'm straight, actually. I'm not attracted to, like, uh, you know, Jewish women or something. You Otherwise, sure. you could get away with producing any kind sure. of sexual identity. Sure. So, so you listed a whole bunch of criteria, and all of them except one are met. That's, so you that's realize really, the entire, wait, wait, hold on, really quick, second, really quick. No, wait, 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 hold, no, 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 please, I'm please. Make, I'm making an argument, please. This is finish. very critical. Please, no, the please, entire I, debate, uh, I have been criticizing the super straight thing on transphobia. You are incredibly obsessed with now trying to find some like ledge to grab to justify the sexuality angle in spite what? of the fact that you disavowed it in the first 30 seconds of your opening statement. What was the point? Obviously the issue is the transphobia. So, so again, you're not understanding. But just so you both get your points in. Tom, do yeah, you want to go so, back to that? You keep not understanding how an internal critique works. So we adopt your ideology for the sake the of the internal argument while knowing it's stupid. So, so I know your argument is, I know your identity politics is stupid and it's wrong and, and dumb, but I'm going to adopt it for the sake of the argument. And so let's say identities are a real thing. Your definition of what an identity or what qualifies as an identity included things such as it is a label that identifies a certain group of sexual preference that is not uh, accepted by a social community. All of those things fit the super straight label because it is all of those things. Now, it's not, you're right, it labels trans women, not women, which so it would not fit all of your criteria, but it does fit a hell of a lot of them. That's the hypocrisy. The hypo- so wait, 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 that's, wait, wait, that is by definition your question. not I'm a hypocrisy. Your question. Wait, so, so there's a lot of criteria that you list for an identity. This meets a lot of those criteria. So it to us, it seems like the vast majority of the criterion have been met by this standard and you not accepting it means your hypocrisy. So this, That's your so hypocrisy wait, from our perspective. This so, is, so whether or not you accept it or not, it doesn't matter. This is no, from our perspective. It looks like hypocrisy because all of these criteria are met by this thing, just like it is for those other things. So this would look like hypocrisy to an idiot. From, for, from the beginning of this to the end, from point A to point B, the problem has been the transphobia. And you're saying, well, it's hypocritical of you to have this standard for this, but not for this. Oh, wait, it actually is the same standard, but it hits most of the criteria. Anything could be considered an identity. Like I said, neo-Nazi can be considered an identity. Literally all of the human experience, the word identity is extremely broad. The critical distinction here is the transphobia. That's what we've been arguing about this entire time. So right. your argument, hold on, 
that it's hypocritical would only be legitimate if you ignored the transphobia problem, which is the main thing people say about super straight. There are two things progressives say about super straight, both of which you've acknowledged. First of which, you said it's not a real identity, that it's done in bad faith. You said that from the beginning. You said it was the same as the attack helicopter joke. So, I mean, you can back and forth at all you want, but you opened and I appreciate you. I, I agree. That yes, I, I can. I agree with that. Right. And the second point is that it's transphobic, which is, and then we had to argue the definition of transphobia forever. Which I but yes, it was not. I proved it was not. You didn't prove it. That's okay. Uh, that is very funny that that's what you thought happened there. But that's the criticism people on the left levy that it's in bad faith and that it's transphobic. You acknowledge the bad faith in disingenuously invoking an identity for the sake of the attack helicopter criticism. And then you acknowledge that there is a legitimate categorical distinction between the left's acceptance of the identities we do consider valid and the left's acceptance of super straight, the transphobia. You have already seeded both points, both of the criticisms that people make. And the idea that this, like you're arguing there's hypocrisy here, is at this point, by your own admission, completely invalid. You've already determined the category, the consistent category, by which people on the left determine their support for these identities. It's, it's no, that so, so let, let me review. Let me review the argument for you. So, so, obviously, it's it's uh, a criticism of the SJW community created on our side, which is fine. But an internal critique means that we apply it to your ideology. So you're but it's not. You wait, didn't wait, reveal wait, 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 any don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. So you assuming it's transphobic, which I proved was false. You can you can label <laughs> trans women and women in different categories without it being transphobic. You don't have to say one is better or worse to say they're categorized in different categories if you're labeling it based off of biology. It doesn't mean you have any bias. It doesn't mean you're bigoted. It just means you define the word based off of this feature of reality rather than psychology. There's literally nothing transphobic about that. So if it's not transphobic to label these as two different categories and you can use super straight and it meets every other one of the criteria, and now it meets your trans one too because it's not transphobic, it's now met all of your criteria. But, but it doesn't, it meets our definition of transphobic. And you can say you disprove that it was transphobic. And again, that's a spectacular interpretation of events you have back there. But by the left's definition, a consistent definition we have, by the way, trans women are women, trans men are men, et cetera, et cetera. Consistent definition, bulletproof even. You can disagree with the internal premises, but it is consistent. By that definition, we have a consistent way of deciding which identities are valid and which aren't. Or it's one of the, you know, if a, if there was like a racist, like giga straight, I'm not attracted to black women thing. That sure. Also, you can't be racist, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. That so, was, that right. was the well, hasty hold on. generalization so, policy. So again, the, um, the idea that there's hypocrisy here is factually incorrect because you have identified the existence of no. a consistent no. standard. No. Remember, that, remember, wait, hold on, wait, wait, fallacy. hold on. That super straight flags and other identities we accept don't. Our definition of transphobia is consistent in our... No, it's not. Wait, ho, wait. Saying trans women aren't women is, by our consistent standard, transphobic. That's and an the existing fallacy. That's, that's false. Not, wait, so, hold on. So I can't, anyone, I can't anyone teach you Anyone who adopts that ideology that. is wrong. Let's, wait, hold on. Bosch, that that is wrong. Really, really pithy wrap-up, Bosch, and then we'll go over you, Tom. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, T-Jump is... Uh, not even wrong on this. I don't even know if I can really say I won this in the same way that I don't necessarily know if I could win a debate with a person who doesn't speak English. Uh, his understanding of basically every big brain um, like dictionary word he tried to pull out here from ontology to epistemology to social determination to speciesation to um, 
to uh, um, like all the fallacies that he miscited is indicative of an I don't know if it's arrogance or what, but man. Uh, yeah, no. So we've disproven his point using arguments he gave us. First and foremost, he acknowledged that the super straight thing is not being done in good faith. It's not an identity. And that's not what that means. Literally I can't. You can. If, if you're ever origins. curious what fallacy if you're ever wait, hold on. jump. If you're ever curious what what T-Jump is saying means, you can actually Google it. And I would encourage you because there is there is a spectacular range of difference between the words that he uses and the way he uses them and the actual definitions of those words. So the two key, um, I don't know, victory medals that I'm wearing on my neck over here are thus far. First, he gave me the win in the first 30 seconds. Um, This is not an identity and it's not treated as such and it's not considered such by the people who promote it. And second of all, the left has a consistent definition that we use to determine the legitimacy of identities. Don't be transphobic by our definition of transphobic. Or if you don't want to use the word transphobia, acknowledge the validity of trans people's identity. That's a consistent standard. And it's something that works with our identities and doesn't work with the super straight thing. So there's no hypocrisy here, which means that trying to expose the hypocrisy with a six-year-old meme, the attack helicopter meme, is, uh, I guess it failed. I'm really happy that we were able to resolve that today. Uh, It's just an inaccurate, flaccid, impotent critique that doesn't reveal any hypocrisy. And that's all I have to say. All right, so let's review all of Vosh's failures and just basic misunderstanding of philosophy. Um, so genetic fallacy is a fallacy of origins that says that its origin is in somehow discrediting its current modern context. That's literally what the fallacy is. You can Google it and what it says. So its origin doesn't matter to its current context, the whole point. So yes, that is a genetic fallacy. Hasty generalization fallacy. He's saying that anyone who labels trans women as not women is a transphobe by his definition. That's a hasty generalization fallacy. There can be legitimate reasons to label them in different categories that have nothing to do with bigotry or saying any is better or worse, which proves that dislabeling them separate things is not transphobic. It's not evil. There's no bigotry there because there can be reasons to do it that have nothing to do with bigotry. So it's a hasty generalization fallacy to say that anyone who does this is racist. Hasty generalization fallacy. Nazis breathe. You breathe. You're a Nazi. Hasty generalization fallacy. That's the second fallacy. <laughs> Epistemology, study of knowledge. Ontology, study of what exists. Yes, I do know what these words means. Bosch is an idiot. So, as I have proven that you can label trans women as not women and not be transphobic, as long as you don't have any bigotry involved in there. It's not about better or worse. It's just a category. Then, no, it's not transphobic to use the super straight label because you haven't said they're better or worse in any way. You've just stated a personal preference. So it meets every single one of his proposed criteria of what an identity would be other than its genetic fallacy origin of not meaning to be a literal thing. So in an internal critique of his worldview... In an internal tree of his worldview, it would meet all those things, which would prove hypocrisy, which would prove the point of Sargon and Blair White and Black Pig and Speech, that yes, this does demonstrate the hypocrisy of the woke worldview because their own standard fails because it, they just jump. reject things by subjective opinion. Bubble, we are going to jump into the Q&A. I want to remind you folks, our guests are linked in the description. First time I'm mentioning it, actually. So we do encourage you. You can click on those links right now. We do appreciate our guests and want to remind you folks, please attack the arguments instead of the person, as always, being your... Oh, you know it. And so with that, we'll jump into. Thanks very much for your first question. Bubblegum Gun says, social, social... These are some of these are comments. Says, social constructs do not equal definitional disagreements. Uh, that's an incoherent statement. 
Definitions are something that we arrive at socially in order to maximize the utility that we get. Language is something we invented to make it easier for us to communicate. In reality, there's actually no way to either visualize or describe true reality. We can just approximate it through language that mirrors or mimics to the best possible extent what we see in reality. There are plenty of terms that mean a lot to us that have no actual basis in what you would call like an empirical reality. Terms that describe our identity, our preferences, whether you're a top or a bottom. Can you find that in somebody's DNA? No, but it's very important. Gotcha. And Sleepy Don or Dan, thanks for your question, says, quote, unquote, people of color is a term that doesn't include white people. Is that term racist, Bosch? Um, it's racially discriminatory in like the groups it refers to. But like the word black doesn't refer to white people. And the word like Coca-Cola doesn't refer to what I'm not entirely sure what that means. If the argument is that the term POC should also include white people, then that would kind of invalidate the reason it exists, which is essentially to say non-white people but you know i guess in a more woke or academically relevant way I, like i don't know there's some validity to the existence of a word that refers to non-white people we already had the term non-white so gotcha and thank you very much for this question from amy newman says late night after show at my channel and question for t jump who i still love says why not simply amy newman was saying they love you tom not me said why not simply call yourself straight and then not date transgenders um for the exact same reason that uh well it's the argument that you're making up language and trying to make other people accept your language well they're doing the same thing they've made up language so why aren't you accepting their language you could just use the word say you were you are a biological man and you have a surgery like why don't you do that oh well you don't want to it's the same argument. The whole point of making up this language is to mirror the fact that the other identities have made up their own language and are trying to force that on you as well. Can I interject very quickly? Sure. The rejection of the social uh, or the utility and social understanding of language by people like T-Jump is a really common tactic that bigots use to ascribe bigotry and bigoted values without actually having the balls to own up to any of the positions held. If you're willing to engage in enough definitional fuckery, you can construct worldviews and linguistic trends that invalidate all trans people, gay people, redefine degeneracy to describe marginalized groups and say only white people are real humans without ever actually saying X group is worse or better than the other. The reason I'd argue that trans women are women based on identity is out of social utility we're not really describing reality with that any more than we are biology woman isn't a reality term it's something we made up and i think that the world is generally better when with all the millions of trans people out there we look at them and say hey you know what yeah sure okay go for it uh doesn't seem to hurt anyone helps millions of people that's social utility i give you a super pithy response since the original question was for you tom otherwise we're going to go to the next one yeah, woman refers to things that exist independent of humans before humans ever existed. It refers to sex and biology. So the fact that humans made up the word doesn't mean it wasn't a thing before humans made up the word. Bubblegum Gun says, Vosh, I think you're misusing folk cults postmodernism. Um, nothing that I've said right now is postmodernist. This actually fits very concretely within a modernist theory. The idea that definitions are socially constructed isn't like a postmodernist thing this is like a basic literacy in the way the world works type deal i'm pretty sure that um even as far back as like plato and aristotle they already had a fairly well formulated idea of the difference between the world that we can describe and conceptualize and the world that we actually like live in and we're talking about people like, these people had some wacky ideas but even they understood the 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 epistemological ontological gap the isot gap um as well and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting stuff. There's a was it Stanford.edu Plato? Um, they have some really like basic philosophical terms you can look on there. It's really really interesting stuff. 
This one from Matthew Steele. Appreciate it. it. Says Vosh, are you arguing that someone is a bigot for not performing an act that someone else prefers? If so, what is your justification? Um. Yeah. Wait. Not performing an act other people prefer it can absolutely be bigotry. If you're at a, an award ceremony and you'll shake hands with every white person but not with a black person, yeah, like, and you're like, oh, yeah, I just don't shake hands with black people because I should be forced to do what I want to do. Yeah, of course that can be bigoted. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know I think why it means people. In all cases. In all, all cases. No, nothing. Very few things are in all cases. Um, if you're arguing that there are ways to do things that are in some context bigoted and in some context not bigoted, yeah, of course, obviously. Like say, saying like th there are a ton of instances where that's the case. But when we're talking about categorical generalizations, stuff like whether a trans woman is a woman or referring to trans people by their preferred pronouns, these are things where basically any instance is going to be um, pretty indicative of your broader attitude towards that group. Gotcha. This question from Marshall Farron. Thanks, Marshall, for saving us on, was it Friday night, Saturday night? Said, for Tom, how did the Anglo-Saxons check for an XX chromosome when they came up with the word woman? They didn't. They made generalizations based off of biology that they didn't know at the time. Gotcha. Harley Quinn says, Vosh's nuanced explanation of bigotry is such a breath of fresh air. Were you listening? T-jump. And they well, said, the definition of bigotry is wrong. So again, he's labeling any differentiation between women and trans as necessarily bigoted, which is by definition a hasty generalization fallacy. That's not you what that fallacy means. Yes, it literally is. Guys, you can Google it. I just, so, just you feel so, free to so Google it. Anyone who does X is a racist. You do X, you're a racist. That's literally a hasty wait, generalization wouldn't fallacy. Say, wait, buddy. do you think everyone who thinks black people are inferior are racist? Um, probably. Yes, because that's oh, fits is that definition. a hasty generalization um, fallacy? No, because no, everyone because who does or believes means something. lesser. So if you think someone is lesser, you are racist. Racist does not mean lesser. It means prejudice based on race. Lesser yes, doesn't. Lesser is a generalization there for anything that thinks one group is better or worse or in some way should be treated differently. Yes, you're, you're doing. You label, I can't. Wait, you just wait, 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 the fact that you, you should label have bit them the bullet and groups, said that that doesn't have wait, to be racist. Stop, stop, stop. So the fact that they're you label them as different groups doesn't mean you're racist because you don't think they're better or worse in some sense. It's only racist if you think they're better or worse should be treated differently in keep in sense. mind this is the nuanced understanding of bigotry from a person who said that if you constructed an arbitrary definition of humanity that specifically excluded black people that's not actually racist unless you also no, say that, that that, by the way really quick this is this is specifically this is specifically what i said about too cowardly <sighs> to actually make the prescriptive arguments so instead he'll play bad faith word games with like epistemological definition construction to try to rebrand all the groups he doesn't like into categories that are socially disadvantageous to them but he won't actually go ahead and say, oh yeah, these groups are worse. It's super like beta shit. I don't know, Since man. This yeah, question because, was wait, no, no, that's, Tom, that's so hold on one second. So I don't, I don't think... one second. I'll give you a chance to respond, Tom, but then we do have to go to the next one, and this next one will actually be for Vosh, so Vosh will get the last word on that one. So I'm on record saying I would date trans women. So I have absolutely nothing against trans people whatsoever. I'm representing this position from a logical position and Vouch is doing his dumbass woke shit where he thinks that people, because they hold this position, must be evil or have some bias against trans people, which is obviously false. So you just said that, Vosh, shut up. So as I said, you can hold a position and make delineations in reality without them having anything to do with racist or bigotry. That's why the woke community is so dumbass because they can't differentiate criticism and differentiations between reality 
have nothing to do with personal bias. And all they can do is make an appeal to motive and say you're being evil without addressing actual criticism. Very that quick correction. I've actually never talked about individual bigotry over the course of this discussion. It's only been the premise of bigotry behind saying trans women aren't women. So ascribing my accusations of bigotry from a broader idea to an individual is fallacious on your part, T-Jump. Just quick reminder. Bubblegum Gun um, says... You literally said yours as in mine, so not... This one coming in from Bubblegum Gun says, Return to Confederacy. Trans straights should have their own ethno state, as well as commies, ANCAPs, monarchists, etc. And anyone against Confederacy isn't interested in coexistence, but submission. I don't understand. I think every individual should have an ethno state of their house. Next up, Bubblegum Gun also says, Epistemology is an argument from pathos, not logos. Um, sure. Gotcha. Uh, people who use pathos and logos in common conversation tend to be fairly insufferable as well. Um, no, the um, the problem is uh, if you went up to an actual philosopher and you said, um, my understanding of epistemology is entirely reflective of reality, you would get your head caved in by a huge book. Um, the, the, the nuances of epistemological philosophy are so complicated and so based on subjective human uh, understandings and interpretations. It's so far beyond my like baseline understanding. I, I don't even feel comfortable like making strong statements about it, but I know what I just said for a fact. Uh, so I got to respond to that real quick. So actually, no, like 80, 70, 80 percent of scientists and philosophers are realists. So they believe that it actually does correspond to reality and no one accepts his social constructive garbage. So, yes, it's made up by humans. Oh, no, he doesn't know what reality. realist means. Oh, no. Yes. Scientific the, realists. As in being a scientific reality. realist and believing in social constructionism are not mutually exclusive at all. And I strongly yeah, yeah. encourage you to read the Everyone, basic literature oh on God, this. You're so dumb. Everyone Next understand. Please, man. The next question, Will Stewart says, Vaj, why are you allowed to label me as cis if I've never accepted that label for my identity? By what system or criteria does that label exist? What? What? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, hold on. You can, if you're trans, you can let me know and I'll stop referring to you as cis. We, you, humans have hundreds, thousands of labels that we've constructed that we apply to people without asking for their opinion on the matter, like their height or, I mean, the wide variety of things, their general skin tone, we can make determinations about them, like, uh, um, uh, phenotypically, we can make determinations about the categorizations they fit into society, your nationality, your birthplace, your origin. There are, what do you mean? Do I need to ask a person before I say they're an American, if they're born in America, lived in America their whole lives? If you take issue with that, then feel free to, like, say you're trans and I'll respect you, you know? Harley Quinn says, T-Jump, by what method have you accounted for inherent bias? given culturally con conditioned conventions specifically without scoffing please let me know um i make pretty much all of my decisions based off of empirical science hard sciences rather than social sciences so it doesn't have anything to do with bias and again i have nothing against trans people i've specifically said i would date if they were attractive enough Bausch just doesn't know what he's talking about as usual go for them this one from Ian Crone says, T-Jump, what about people who are intersex and were raised a certain gender but are biologically the other gender? Would you force them to live as a gender they were not raised as? I wouldn't force them to do anything. I would categorize them based off of the facts of their biology in my definitions, but I wouldn't force anything on them at all. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Actual Socialist Trash, my favorite name on all of YouTube, says, Love you, Vosh. T-Jump, one word answer, are trans women women and trans men men 
Not by the definition described by biology only. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Two seconds, it's glitching on me. Brian F. says, Vosh, does someone have to agree when a biological man says that he's a woman? You don't have, it's a free country. You can do whatever you want. People are going to be mad at you if you say that a trans woman isn't a woman. And that's their right too? That's, I mean, that's the that's the power of living in this country, right? But if you're like up in arms about this, they're forcing me to use this language. We've been doing this for as long as human society has existed. Honorifics for elders or people in positions of social power, um, designators between different racial groups that we've since gotten rid of pretty much entirely, thankfully. The world, all of human history has been full of people who will say, you should refer to me as such. And if you don't, I'm going to be upset. Your parents have said that of you. Your boss says that of you. This is not something new. And you can say that of other people, too, with a simple sentence. I would prefer it if you called me X because people use nicknames, too. That's your right. And hopefully, if you've got people around you who are respectful and kind, more so than you seem to be, they'll listen to you when you say that. Gabriel K., thanks for your question, says, I'm gay and I wouldn't uh, have relations with a trans man. Why is that wrong? Why can't we just live happily together and be the best of us? They would or wouldn't have a relationship with a trans man. They say they would not. That's, fine. That's your... You can see, though, again, I think the group of like woke lefty people who are saying you have to fuck trans people is incredibly marginal. I really don't think that's the case because trans people would rather be with people attracted to them. Um, that, okay, like, okay. That's fine. Also, by the way, I don't think genital preferences are transphobic. You you could just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I like dick. And, and, you know, a lot of trans guys don't have dicks. So and that's fine. I'm most I mean, like 99 percent of trans people will not bother you over that. They'll be like, oh, OK, because then they'll go find someone else who doesn't mind. It's totally fine. Gotcha. Thanks so much. And thank you. Thick Earl says Tom claims to be straight with that mustache in the year of let's see. With that mustache in the year of our Lord 2021, Vosh claims to like dudes but has a, a Jesus beard. Post shave Vosh slash beard TJ. I'll put my hair down so I look gayer. There we go. Thank you. And then Carlos Mandia says, Why do you keep attacking T Jump personally? Let's see. They say, Vosh, you're attacking. Well, to be fair, you guys have both. It's been a wild one tonight. They've both, uh, but we at least appreciate their passion. And not a chump says, Vosh, what's the difference between bisexual and pansexual? Why do we have those two different identities? I think they basically mean the same thing. I've never met a bi person say they were bisexual as a way to get out of saying they're attracted to envy people. It really just seems super, super arbitrary. Um, I, I guess you could just use them interchangeably. I like pan a little better because it feels like it's a little bit more semantically correct for most people. But like uh, there was one time I heard a story of somebody who said like, I, it took me 10 years to accept that I was bi. That's the label I got used to. Do I have to go by pan now because I'm okay with envy people? And like, nah, nah, just do what makes you comfortable. Gotcha. And thank you very much for this question. Not a <clears throat> DJ Ango Geek says trans women equal women and cis women. But they say, which this also equals women. But trans women do not equal cis women. I think that's technically correct, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trans and cis women are like two different types of women, you know, like black and white women or like tall and short women. Yeah. They're two different types of women. I, 
they think they're both women, but yeah, there's nobody on the left has a problem with you distinguishing between trans and cis women. Trans women know that they're not the same as cis women. That's the whole transitioning thing. They, they know they're fully aware. Um, it, I mean, you just don't be spiteful about it. It's all fine. Right. You know, gotcha. And Rivera says T jump have, there not always been people who you couldn't tell their biological sex, but used gender based on presentation or identity, thus proving that gender or sex have always been separate. Uh, no. So if you define woman as referring to the biological thing, which is true independent of opinion or any psychological features whatsoever, that hasn't has nothing to do with socialization. It's about a fact of reality independent of opinion. That's what makes it objective. It's not a I mean, if you use that word to refer to both gender and sex, then no, because it's about the feature of reality that is true, independent of opinion, not about psychological socialization. Gotcha. This one from Balthazar228 says, is Tom Jump aware that Alden's university is now accepting online applications? He seems like someone who can benefit from the Coconut Island course. Tom, have you heard of this university? I think it's the one you went to. Gotcha. Next one. Genetics researcher, thanks to your question, says, I'm a teacher getting pushback that biological sex doesn't exist. How do you think how do you think we can discuss the science of biological sex without offending trans people? Sex a is an important concept in the class. Yeah, a lot of um a lot of kids are really, really dumb and they get like reflexively angry at arguments that sound parallel to conservative arguments, even though they're true. Sex does exist, of course, though it's not a binary. If you talk to a scientist, they'll tell you that actually it's also, though a highly bimodal, a spectrum. Um, but all you really need to do is say, and if kids don't accept this, then whatever, you can say, um, I want you all to recognize that sex and gender aren't the same thing, that gender identity is a, you know, a reflection of your self, uh, and that sex is more of a biological thing. And even sex is more complicated than a lot of people give it credit for. But for the purposes of this course or this examination, we'll be referring to the two bimodal, you know, sides, the two most common uh, biological um invocations of human biology it's you know the male and the female or some something like that i'm sure i mean if there are kids unreasonable after this that's that's their fault not yours got jenna logan jay says tom jump are you aware of how many times you committed alden's fallacy in this debate really need to look after that yeah no i didn't um but i do actually know fallacies because i i do philosophy unlike bosh next up dj shug thanks for your super sticker and secret xxx stars says hi tom jump if super straight only exists as a critique wouldn't making a sexual identity quote unquote of attraction only to brunette women had made the same point so why choose this specific type of quote unquote identity the point was that was popular the reason we're talking about it is because it gains popularity not because it's transphobic but because it makes fun of the hypocrisy of the woke community and that's the point is that you can have a position which some people can use as transphobic while others are not using as transphobic, which means the trans the position isn't transphobic. It just means those subset of people who are transphobic or using it for a transphobic reason are, but the position isn't because it has a legitimate use that isn't transphobic. 
Gosh, the yeah, funny thing funny. is that, uh, just really quick, it actually would have been a better criticism if you had done that. If you'd said a sexuality for only being attracted to brunette people, that wouldn't have been bigoted in any way. And you actually could have made a much more salient argument about the left being arbitrary with which identities you accept. But the people who do the super straight thing were so itching to be transphobic, they actually ruined the validity of their own critique because they wanted to own the trans people. That actually would have been a really salient, now that I think about it, like that could have been really interesting discourse, but they were jumping at the bit to be transphobic so they broke the uh, criticism by doing so man maybe like next year they'll do that it'll be like the super brunette or something we'll actually have to have that and that'll be a complicated conversation too because i, I don't know what makes a sexuality legitimate that's actually that's like a phd candidate level question you know juicy and rugal i don't remember if if this was done by you vosh they said the absolute gall of accusing tom of scoffing when they say vosh when you scoff so much, it would make Sargon, your father, blush. So is that, I don't remember you saying, did you call Tom? Wait, hold on. I, it's true that I scoff, but I don't scoff anywhere near as much as Sargon, okay? The forced laughs, that guy, like, like crams through his All right, we not throat. here to defend himself. We can't throw All right. All right. We, we, by the way, yes, I have to thank you, Rush, because your debate with Sargon was where we finally came up with a rule that if things went off the, if they went off the rails, we would do those three minute intervals. So that was a special thing. Guys... Yeah, that was quite the thing. I think I'm, I think I'm going to be talking to him again sometime in June. He, he recently was shit talking about a live stream, which is fine. I do the same to him. That's fair game. Um, but I tried to go on there to talk to him and he uh, did just didn't respond for like 40 minutes by DMS. And then, Two minutes after I ended live stream because I had to go run errands to prepare for the 24-hour live stream I was doing the next day, he DMs being like, all right, we're ready to have you on. And I was like, wait, I can't. And now I have like stuff to do. I I'm on a schedule. He was like, so you're backing out? <laughs> <That's juicy. laughs> well, apparently we're talking sometime soon. So, oh, God. Well, that sounds juicy. And I'm excited to see you guys interact again. Sorry. Sorry. It's just, Yucatan, uh, Yucatan says... An identity is valid if it tracks an aspect of reality. Are there people who are only attracted to quote-unquote cis women? Yes. So doesn't that make super straight valid? No, it just means cis women and trans women. That would be like saying, like, because some people are only attracted to blonde women, that means that brunette women aren't women. It doesn't necessarily follow. Cis women and trans women are different. I mean, in some ways, though, I mean, if I want to make the hard argument, there are some trans women uh, post-surgery who pass with clothes on and off so excellently that they would have to tell you you could live your entire life with them. Um, and they would just be like an infertile cis woman to you unless they told you because uh, I don't know. The tech's getting pretty crazy these days. That's awesome. You know, live your life. Um, but anyway, yeah, just cis women. If you're not if you don't want to fuck trans women, it's OK. I, I promise you they won't come chasing after you, you know. Gotcha. And D. Trich says, thank you, T-Jump. I've been called racist for claiming that black people aren't human. But you proved the haters wrong. I think they're being ironic. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know. Who knows? Tom, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, that would be racist if, like, you're, unless you can actually have a legitimate reason, which is possible, like, if you find DN, alien DNA in one group of people, then it would be reasonable to say one group isn't as human as the other without being racist. So you can do that and not be racist if you actually do have some legitimate non-racist reason to do that. It is logically possible, which is why it's a hasty generalization fallacy and why Vouch is an idiot. All right, let's see. 
We're going to jump in. Vosh, would you like to insult Tom back? <laughs> We've got no, to keep this fair. No, that's, that's quite all right. I was, by the way, I was way meaner than I should have been during this debate. I acknowledge my faults. You jump. I'm sorry that I was super abrasive. Um, it's okay. The, we need the views. <laughs> Next up, Vinny. Um, so it's fine. You can take some cracks back. I won't. Vinny Anderson says, a fallacy of generalization is when someone makes a general about a large population or group based on a sampling of that group that is too small. Uh, so that's the fallacy of generalization, not the fallacy of hasty generalization. Those are two different things. John Chipperoni or Chipperini, thank you for your question. Says T Jump, hasty generalization fallacy doesn't apply to definitions, but arguments being used. X meaning X is not fallacious. You're just wrong. Uh, okay, so if Nazis breathe, you breathe, you're a Nazi. That would be an example of a hasty generalization fallacy. So saying you do something, any action X, and anyone who does action X is a Nazi, and therefore you're a Nazi would be a hasty generalization if there is some category of people who also do X who are not Nazis. So there are people who breathe who are not Nazis. So to say that anyone who breathes is a Nazi because Nazis breathe would be a hasty generalization fallacy. I'll take it. Anyone who breathes is a Nazi. Okay, you're all on the canceled list. We're all, we're all going down. This is a sinking ship, okay? And EndoXD says, Tom, there are six characteristics that define sex. Chromosomes are only one. The other five are changeable. If someone has one out of six female traits, are they really female? One of them is whether your mom's busy that night. <laughs> Sorry, I won't. Uh, again, so the point here is that a person can choose to define women based off of a certain criterion of those so they they prioritize to choose the biology and that's legitimate it's not racist to do that to say i choose to define women based off of the biology it's just a preference of what information you find more valuable therefore you can differentiate trans women and women and not be transphobic because it's not transphobic to just pick this kind of information you value more and not actually have any bigotry towards one group or the other gotcha and will stewart has given a response to you, Vosh. Now, the last one that oh. Will had said was, his first question was, Vosh, why are you allowed to label me as a cis if I've never accepted that label for my identity? Then, in the response to your response, says, if that goes for cis, then why does super straight identity need your permission? It's not, a, so nothing needs my permission. So it's an argument as to whether or not the labeling is harmful. This to me is, okay, we need to take a couple of steps back. Okay. So we acknowledge that it's possible to label somebody without their permission because some labels transcend identity, like whether or not a person's an American. If you're born in America, you live your whole life in America. Okay. Like that seems like a fairly straightforward categorization. Some categorizations uh, can, it can be used and are nonetheless harmful. Um, I mean, you can look back through the entire history of racial pseudoscience to find examples of this taking place. Now, some of those definitions and labels are internally consistent, but internal consistency is not always the metric for whether or not an identity is worth saying or using. My argument is that it's utility. So with regards to the super straight thing, the fundamental premise is that trans women are women. I think that sucks. I think that it's, you can argue it's accuracy because ultimately it does boil down to a subjective linguistic flourish that there are arguments on all sides for, though I think the utility argument wins out in my favor because millions of people benefit from the idea that trans women are women. Nobody gets hurt from validating trans people. Like seriously, people have been fear mongering about like trans bathroom rapists and like pe gender police arresting people for years now and it's never happened. Like it just isn't happening. Nobody 
nobody's being hurt by the acceptance and validity of these people. So with all that being said, whether or not the terminology you use is acceptable is going to come down to whether or not I think it's hurting or helping people. That's the main thing. Gotcha. This question coming in from, by the way, folks, we cannot take any more. We've got a good list of questions here. We cannot take any more because we want to get our speakers out of here by a decent time. So thank you for your questions. And MindForge Manacles says, T-Jump, no, we got that. Sarah Basney, thank you for your question. Says, can you provide a non-circular definition of woman that is capable of including trans quote unquote women? Um, sure. I would argue. Um, I mean, you could argue that like a woman is one who identifies as one. That is circular because then a woman is one who identifies as one who identifies one who identifies as one, et cetera, et cetera. Though in this instance, I would argue that like self-referential um definitions, if they provide more utility, are still more defensible than less utility providing non-self-referential definitions. After all, in this case, what a woman is doesn't actually seem to matter that much. I'm a gender abolitionist. Ultimately, I don't want a woman as a concept to exist at all. Right now, the most utility that you can get um, with regards to trans issues is the self-identification one because it hurts the lowest number of people. If you want like a broader definition, you can go towards social constructionism. You can go towards like gender performativity theory, like say, for example, Judith Butler. There are lots of theories of gender that work to validate the existence of trans people in a wide variety of ways. Many of them are incredibly nuanced, and many of them, by the way, defer to historical truths. Because trust me, the whole history of gender is not um, female, male, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I guess what I would say is the trans woman or woman argument is basically a accessible and lazy synthesis of the basic points given by a number of really, really interesting gender theories um, that are bantied about in academia now as we speak. Uh, I guess for anything more specific than that, within the purview of the time I have now, I think I'd be doing a disservice to the theory. Thank you for your question as well. Lewis Barnett says, oh, thank you. They say thank you very much, both of you, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. So appreciate that positivity. And Cam W says, T-Jump, if you saw a woman in public and did not know that she was trans or not, how would you define her? And is she... And if she was trans, how would your biological definition apply when you don't know? Uh, so, yeah, the definitions apply to objective facts, whether you know them or not. That's what ontology is. Epistemology is you try to make the best guess, given limited information, of what of those objective facts would correspond to. So I would guess that she was a biological woman, even though I couldn't know it, and I would be wrong, but it would be a justified belief because I have some justification for that belief. It would just be a justified false belief. Gotcha. And this one from can, yes. can I say one really quick thing? I forgot sure. to say it at the end of my last thing. Also, keep in mind, can you define a chair in a way that isn't circular or self-referential? That's the tough stuff with social constructs, you know? At the end of the day, it seems like a lot of them boil down to self-referentiality. For a chair, a chair is something you define as a chair, right? Well, what is a chair then? Well, a chair is a chair. I don't know. Um, you, you get what I mean, right? It's, yeah, okay, sorry. Jean Castizo says, Vosh, you're very good at debates. It's like you were born to become a great debater. Do you believe your path to greatness in debating was based on destiny? I watched him for a while, yeah. And he's also really good at debate. So, yeah, absolutely. I got a ton of the rhetorical, like, I don't know, interest from him. Um, as time goes on, obviously, my influences will diversify more often, you know, and uh, I guess that's fine. I've never really been ashamed of that past, though, because I'm, you know, <laughs> so cool now. And Snake was right, says, if the definition of a label is just anything that uses that label, it loses all meaning. 
think that was for Could you, you repeat that? They said, if the definition of a label is just anything that uses that label, it loses all meaning. I defer you to the chair. There's actually tremendous social utility in describing what a chair is. You know, this is a chair, that is a chair. But trust me, you're not going to be able to find an inclusive definition of chair that discludes things that aren't chairs. You're not going to be able to. It's just not possible because it's so like broad. Like, is it a thing we sit on? What's a bench? You know, what's a you can sit on the ground. Is the earth a chair? I don't know. It's really arbitrary. And it comes ultimately down to social preferences. Different cultures will have different ideas as to what fits within the purview of a chair. And none of them are more right or wrong than the others. So I don't know. This is Wittgensteinian, right? Something is something because people describe it to be something. But we get utility from these definitions. You got it. And thank you very much for this question. Snake was... Got that. Cosmothulu says, is it pronounced T-jump or chump? Okay, that's just the only one. Okay, Matthew Steele says, Vosh, where can I send you a list of the actual fallacies you make in this debate describing your position and movement with timestamps? Uh, Voshvidia at gmail.com. Uh, spend as much time as you can typing it up and await my um, very timely and lengthy and thorough response. Gotcha. And Lawson Harrison says, it's at the point of the battle of words that I have abandoned referring to gender and now only refer to the two sexes. Um. I mean, you could argue that in a gender-abolished world, there wouldn't be much refer to refer to other than expression and sex, but that's not really what people live right now. People's experiences vary massively based on the um, the social roles placed in them, like gendered expectations, you know? Th this would be like, um, I'm sorry, did I mishear the question? Like, would, would gender abolition mean that people only use sex as a way of referring to each other? I'll read it in its entirety. Just, they said, it's that... It's at the point of the battle of words that I have abandoned referring to gender and now only refer to the two sexes. Oh, I mean, I guess if you want to, that's gonna, that's gonna you're gonna lose a lot of social utility in doing that. Though, have you ever been to like an anime con? Do you have any idea how many androgynous people there are wearing maid outfits? What are you gonna What are you gonna scream when you see them? You know, question mark, question mark. You gotta so, sometimes, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta lean back and get used to the definitional arbitrariety, you know? Juicy. And James Labrado says, Vosh, much of your argument hinges on, in your own words, your definition of transphobia. What is this definition and how does it apply to your argument or invalidate T-Jump's understanding? Well, I mean, any definition of anything is going to be fundamentally arbitrary, but I think with transphobia as it was defined there, it falls back on basically the same definition that you would use for discrimination against any group. That is to say, an ideology which um, describes the marginalization or ostracization or otherization of a marginalized group of people. And since pretty much the number one thing trans people want is to be referred to as the gender they identify as, and that has a very meaningful consequence to their lives, I would say using a separate and also equally arbitrary set of definitions to deny them that ability and that social recognition would constitute bigotry. Much like, you know, oh, black people and white people are the same, but only actually white people are humans. Like you can, you can construct a lot with stuff like that, but I think there's a lot of importance to inclusivity when it has meaningful consequences like that. Gotcha. An actual socialist trash says, T-Jump, what do you think of Alden's statistical data on the difference in trans and cis women? Isn't that made up? Like Alden, anything Alden is made up, I'm pretty sure. Like there's no actual Alden's fallacy in philosophy. Next up, 
Miss Tree says police think topless trans women are women and arrest them alongside cis women for public indecency. How does Tom reconcile this with his view? I think it should be legal to do whatever you want, pretty much. Yeah, like, it, wear clothes, not wear clothes. I think most laws are stupid. Juicy. Gabrielle K says, thanks for your support. Says, uh, really love the channel. Thank you very much. And says, I also love T-Jump and Amy. Get Amy on more. Keep it up, James. Well, that would be a juicy one if T-Jump and Amy want to debate. Bubblegum Gun says, and thanks for your support, Gabrielle. Bubblegum Gun says, all identities are legit or else it's gatekeeping. Well, gatekeeping can be good. I mean, for instance, I don't want like Nazis on the left, right? Or I guess in my swimming pool. Gatekeeping isn't inherently bad. It's all about the utility that you get from stuff like this. It ultimately always comes down to utility. There's always going to be some degree of social construction when we talk about what fits within this definition or that. So what hurts the most people? What helps the most people? How do we work this out, you know? Um, it, it's. I, I think once you think of it in terms of utility, a lot of the really hard questions become more obvious. You stop pretending to try to divine, like ontological truth, which I don't think humans have access to. And you work with what we have, which is a limited understanding of the universe and, you know, a, a desire to help the people around us. Gotcha. And thanks for this question. Socialist says, T-Jump, what do you think about Alden's theory of sexuality? Damn it. You can ignore all the people who say Alden from now on. Take their money and run, James. Run for the hills. Next up, thank you very much, Ivana. <laughs> Ivy says, what is demi-pansexual and then they say Chris Stuckman, an ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, Jehovah's Witness, came out as Pan on his YouTube channel. His wife is Demi Pan? Question mark. Don't know what that means. Elucidate Dem or educate. Oh, sorry. Demisexual means that you don't really experience sexual attraction to people you're not also romantically attracted to. So like I can do hookups, you know, I don't I don't care. I can just be I can just like say hello and hook up. But demi people, you know, there needs to be more of a connection there for them to even feel a sexual interest, really. Uh, and pan just means that you don't care about gender when deciding whether you're attracted to people. So think of pan like bisexual, for example. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from. Legacy Nitro says, T-Jump, do you ever sit down at night and think to yourself, instead of addressing real-world issues like fixing homelessness or anything that has a real-life effect, you advocate for super straight instead? Uh, well, clearly it does have a real-world issue because it's affecting lots of people. It's very popular. Obviously, if I could fix homelessness, I would do that. Make me president, and I will. Next up, Farron Salas says, if T. Jones chair and Otangela's chair had a bastard child, I'd raise that abomination for my obligation to humanity. Thanks, debaters and James. Thank you. And reminder, folks, our guests are linked in the description. We do appreciate the guests. They're the lifeblood of the channel. And Bubblegum Gun says, individualist ethnostates is anarcho-capitalism, by the way. Right, maybe oh, they... that's not good. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's not good. You don't want anarcho-capitalism. All right, just, you know, I'm backing off my very strong conviction that I expressed earlier in this uh, Q&A section. And then genetics researcher said, Vosh is completely wrong. Sex is neither bi... It's neither biomodal or a spectrum. Is biomodal a real word now? I, I didn't know. Is it... Are they meant bimodal? I think they meant bimodal. Okay, I was like, oh, it's like new things. But they say, can you please explain the genetics of how this would occur? I have a PhD in genetics. This argument is unscientific and prevalent. I'm sorry. What was the name of the person who sent this donation in? 
let's see, it was, pardon the delay, genetics researcher. Genetics researcher with the PhD biomodal. Okay, it could be a typo. Um, yeah, okay. So um, the characteristics that we use to determine one's sex are not just uh, chromosomes. Chromosomes can vary. There are people with Y chromosomes who are genetically female. Chromosomes aren't the only one. There are multiple characteristics and variances in the expression of those characteristics. And because it's not a hard line, one or the other, that means that there's a little spectrum. Now, the bimodality with sex is very, very sharp. That is to say, the vast majority of people are going to exist at either mode, you know, the the typical male or the typical female. But it remains a spectrum because that bimodality means that it will, even past its peaks, slant towards the center in a, a small but still significant number of people who are divergent enough from modal sex uh, characteristics that they're, you know, well, intersex, usually we call them intersex people, of which I think about one to two percent of the population is to some extent or another. It's all very complicated, but I'm sure a genetic researcher knows that with the PhD and all. Gotcha. Lawson Harrison says, pay T jump to debate about homelessness, and he will. Trans debate is what the Internet has demanded. I mean, I talk about trans issues way more than I talk about homeless issues, too. So the Internet attention economy affects us all. No getting around that. Pay me, I'll debate about anything. Sunflower says, Vosh, what if I'm simply unattracted to people who hide or omit something as significant as their transition? I am personally turned off by deceit. Um, sure. I do want to be clear. First first of all, 99.9% .9 of trans people are going to be pretty upfront about it, okay? I, I promise you, like, especially now that trans people are becoming more normalized, they tend to let people know um, the, actually, if you want to ensure that trans people do withhold that information, make sure to marginalize and shun them, because the more accepted trans people are, the more OK they'll be openly saying, oh, yeah, I'm a girl, but I've, you know, I'm, I've got a big dong or whatever. It's, you know, the, it's more acceptance there. Uh, and additionally, you know, when people when trans people withhold that, it's not necessarily deceit. Most of the time, it's sheer gut wrenching terror, um, which is. Now, I think you should disclose stuff like that to a person before you sleep with them, just as a general rule, for safety's sake. But just keep in mind that in instances where that doesn't take place, where the trans person isn't upfront about that information, the vast majority of the time, it's because of some perceived or existent social backlash. That doesn't mean that it's good to do necessarily. It just means that it's there's usually more going on beneath the surface. Gotcha. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from Dietrich says, Monterey debate, it was sarcasm, but I feel bad for making, having made you say it. <laughs> that was the one where they said, they said, thank you, T-Jump. I've been called racist for claiming that so-and-so aren't human. Okay, so glad that was ironic. And thank you for your question. Balthazar228 says, can super straight people define fallacies? By definition, aren't they people who refuse to look at phalluses. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, identities can be a lot of things these days. And go ahead, Tom. You look like you have a mischievous smile. Uh, refusal to look at phalluses. I mean, did, you understood the comment, right? It was don't look at dicks, so they can't. It was it was a dick joke. Oh wait, was it? Oh, I missed that, too. Okay, well, hold on. That's uh, one point to T-Jump over there. You, you get your mind out of the gutter there. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if what if they're 
There, but does it have to be? Because what if you were super straight, but you were of a different sex besides uh, male? Like, could you be a, a female super straight person? Uh, from what sure. I've seen in the super straight communities, no, there are no women there. Interesting. Okay. Okay. They're white. But Rugal Migdal says, bro, please read my super chat. Verbatim, you ruined it. You guys, you seriously, you must be like missing some information. Why would we thrash? I mean, we'll needle him a little bit. And, you know, we'll make fun of Tom's appearance, whatever. But why would we thrash somebody who's a guest on our show? It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Donovan Screws says, do either of y'all buy into ancient alien science? No. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always open to arguments. Gotcha. And this one, thank you very much for your question. Coming in from Donna uh, Balthazar. Okay. The G- Jika man. I don't know what. Okay. Next up, they say, they say T jump. R. Did I just say something bad? They say, are you? No, really? you did. I could just tell you're try, like tripping over all my idiot fans trying to throw memes in the in the super chats. I can <laughs> I can see you playing hopscotch around them. Next up says they they say T jump. Are you really pretending that Sargon Blair and Black Pigeon speaks the guy that believes the West is collapsing because of immigration from non-white countries? are not transphobic no i don't think sargon and blair are transphobic black pig and speech is probably super racist but i don't think sargon is no gotcha lunatic thinker says i do not understand what would be so illogical in going for utility and amend quote-unquote woman to accommodate for trans folks tom just not use cis woman instead uh, what? So the point was, is you can differentiate between the two without it being transphobic. That's the point here. That's why it's a hasty generalization. If you can have a legitimate reason to not to separate the two categories, which has nothing to do with bigotry, it just has to do with your preference for certain kinds of knowledge over other kinds, then it's not bigoted. And if there is a case where you can differentiate between the two and not be bigoted and not be transphobic, then to label anyone who does so transphobic would be a hasty generalization fallacy. I'm not saying you should do this or which one is right. I really don't care. I'm just proving that you can do so without being transphobic. Gotcha. And Terry Gerardo says, T-Jump, in a hospital ICU environment, getting gender right immediately is critical. I feel you approach gender with this consideration word utility what he he uses utility i don't use utility what uh, i don't understand this i'll read it one more time they say so they said t jump in a hospital icu environment getting gender right immediately is actually critical and they say i feel you approach gender with this consideration and oh i think they're maybe saying like so you do see the word as having utility uh, we're using the word. Getting I, I'll, I'm confused by the phraseology as well. So I, I don't know Phrasing. why in an ICU gender is irrelevant. Sex would be what's important. I, I would imagine. I don't think they need. I don't think a hospital needs to know gender for anything in an ICU. Gotcha. And this one, thank you very much for your question. Coming in from Brenton Langle. That's right. Good old Brent says regarding chair. All hey, definitions Brent. are imperfect because everything is imperfect. This is one reason why quote appeal to definition is a fallacy I, I mean if we can imagine if we can imagine two people on a live stream arguing over the proper definition of chair right and one person was arguing like um 
yeah, okay, my definition refers to objective reality, okay? Because the, the, the face of the chair, the bottom part of it has to be at within this range of angles from the surface. And then the other person's like, yeah, okay, here's my definition though, okay? A chair is whatever people consider a chair though. Have you ever thought of that? And like, meanwhile, the whole house is burning around them. And in this case, the house is the millions of trans people who need medical care and support and social acceptance. I feel like, I feel like, the, what's that phrase from Wittgenstein? Sometimes the best way to answer a question is to stop asking it gotcha this one you know what i mean right yeah okay thank you very much also lawson harrison says it's okay guys it was more of a statement let me go back to lawson's original statement which was pate he jumped to debate about homelessness and he will yeah and then thank you very much for your question coming in from sleepy dan says can an unvaccinated person identify as vaccinated it would mean a lot to them to not wear a mask anymore. Uh, so I, I'm going to assume this is a person who legitimately doesn't understand the difference between uh, an identity that is uh, determined by one's, you know, um, self-perception and the actual status of whether or not you've been injected. This is like, if something's an identity, then everything is an identity, no? Well, no. I think there's a lot of social utility to be derived from gender being identity-based. I do not think there's utility to be derived from vaccination status being identity-based. Actually, there's quite a bit of negative utility associated with that for the exact reason you just gave, because a bunch of people would be very happy to identify as vaccinated. Gotcha, and thank you very much for your question as well. Gabrielle K says, T-Jump's chair beyond the Resolute desk. Hell yeah. Is that some sort of inside joke, Thomas? Resolute desk is the desk of the president. Ah, thank you. And you look good, James. Bash the fash, spank the tank says a hasty generalization is a fallacy in which a conclusion that is reached is not logically justified by sufficient or unbiased evidence. Short T jump is using it incorrectly. So I've, I've literally given examples like 10 times now. Nazis breathe, you breathe, you're a Nazi. It's when you take a small sample size of a single example and make a correlation between one property of that thing and the other without realizing that there are other completely separate kinds of things that can have a similar one property without the other property. It's, it's, this is very simple, simple. Like if there is a way that you can delineate between trans women and women that has nothing to do with bigotry or hatred or wanting any, either group to be treated any differently, then you can say they're different without calling them without being a transphobe. Like that's that's the point. That if there is any way where you can differentiate between women and trans women without it being bigoted, then it's not transphobic to do it. And to say so, any case of doing so would be transphobic would be a hasty generalization. Super simple fallacy. I think I think Bosch, I think your entire audience should just learn how fallacies work. Uh, they're having their minds blown as we speak. I bet. Gotcha. This next one coming in. Do appreciate your question, Sleepy Dan says. How dare Vosh invalidate super straight women? Oh, I'll keep doing that, by the way. That's that's gonna be a cancel me for that, because we're we're going the long haul on that particular uh that particular cancellation. Gotcha. And Rivy says T Jump said he would date trans women. Can you ask him to slide in these DMs? Sure, if you're attractive enough. I'm totally okay with that. hundred percent. Juicy, uh, the dating connection. Look, we got so, something came from this then at the end of it all. Okay, look at that. Legacy Nitro says, if Lady Demetriscu sits on me, am I a chair? 
Yes. Is, it, is that uh, an inside joke? No, they just, I mean, yeah, so that's like, you know, if, if, if somebody sits in your lap, are you the chair to them? I mean, well, there's right? actually one thing I wanted to say about the chair comment. Like there's a difference between a chair and a star or a neutron or a neutrino, uh, proton, neutron. Those things objectively exist without any human reference whatsoever. Chairs don't. Chairs are things humans made up. So obviously they're arbitrary. But there are things in reality that are not arbitrary that do have correct definitions. Well, I, so I think I think that the extent to which a definition is arbitrary is largely defined by how many component parts there are to the thing being described so chairs exist sure but they're also this mashy social thing and they can be a million trillion different things but then you take say for example and uh <clears throat> you know a proton and well you're right protons existed before humans and there's just the proton um but I think that if you look into like scientific epistemology, you find that even at a more fundamental level, our understanding of science informs the way in which we consider these things. For example, like at a very fundamental level, the whole like uh, the way that a particle is a, and a wavelength exists simultaneously, that kind of thing. There's a degree of social categorization that we're applying to that state, that that duality that may not exist in another alien's lexicon. Um, I read I read an article on this, but like if you get right down to it and then you have like fundamental particles and stuff like that. And like socially, how much do we consider their existence when they don't exist in ways that we think conform to the other rules of our universe? I can't I mean, I'm butchering this like there's a the whole other realm of research, but there's there's always something interesting there. You know, it's, it's cool. You know, it's something cool there. Something worth arguing about, you know, juicy and. Thank you very much for this next question. The Hika man says, I'm disappointed in both James and Vosh. The J is pronounced like an H. Ever heard of a Spanish J? Huh? Is that the Hika man? That's right. The Jika oh. man. I'll never make that mistake again. Next up, Brenton Langle says, Vosh's point about the chair was 100% right. I use the same point against Sargon. The chair argument. They're never ready for it, you know? Juicy. And so with that, I think we have gotten to the end of our questions. I'm going to just do a quick scan. And while I do that, just to be sure that we didn't miss any, I want to mention, folks, our guests are linked in the description. If you want to hear more from them, you can find their link below. And that includes if you're listening via Modern Database Podcast. Folks, I don't know if you know, we are available on podcasts. So look us up on your favorite app, Right now, as we're excited about that, we will put Tom's and Vosh's link in the description of this podcast episode as well. So if you're listening that way, you can find their links there. And so thank you guys, Vosh and T-Jump. It has been a true pleasure to have you on. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thanks, James. Thanks, Vosh, for coming. Enjoy the audience. 100%. So, folks, I will be right back in just a moment with a post credit scene letting you know about juicy upcoming debates. And so thanks, everybody, for being here. And stick around. I'll be back in just a moment. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.